Tyson, it was a, uh, a pleasure to speak with you the other day. And thanks again for taking the time for our chat. You know, it was terrible but necessary to hear about the situation on the ground there in Sierra Leone, uh, surrounding Kush. You know, the situation seems to have turned into more of a crisis now at this moment as I speak to, to you. you know, especially hearing about your two friends who have recently, um, unfortunately, passed away um, because of this drug. You know, it's... Um, I just first off wanted to hear more about who you are, your background, and, and the work you're involved in with the uh, Future View Media to start with. Yes, it was really my pleasure to talk to you. And, you know, I am so happy that you showed interest in trying to um, support and work together with us to see what we can do around this emergency that is um, currently affecting the youth of this country. <clears throat> First, I am the founder and director of um, a local film organization called Feature View Media Center, um, which I found back in 2007 when I was still a very small or young boy. Um, it was originally called Feature View Film Group. Um, um, over the years, after getting a lot of training in filmmaking, both locally and international, um, I came back um, after I was fortunate to, you know, attend the IDFA um, Fellow in 2018, um, the Jackson Wild Summit in 2018 again. Uh, <clears throat> I came back and sit and think that the knowledge I have gained in filmmaking would be better utilized in Sierra Leone. Because actually that is what I have always dreamed of. Um, over the years, what Feature View have done is to, you know, bridge communities. It's to um, create an impact in our society that um, it's real to come along. Um, what we have done is to look at an issue affecting our society that people don't normally talk about, that can be addressed through our filmmaking. And so over the years, we've done films addressing problems with agriculture, when our agriculture was not doing well and the farmers needed new and improved methods we were able to work with the Ministry of Agriculture here and make a film about it, which was taken around the country and impacted a lot on agriculture. Down the line, we also work with disabled groups um, to, 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 to bridge the gap, to, to take away the stigma, the maltreatment, the neglect that their family members, people in their environment, society, has been, you know, putting on them since. Because in Africa or Sierra Leone to say, whenever you are disabled, people associate it with witchcraft, being caused, and so many other negative things. And so they are normally neglected, maltreated, stigmatized, pushed away. Um, so we came in and give them a voice, tell their stories, tell what they feel when they are treated in this way. 
and that film also made a huge impact in trying to you know connect these disabled groups these disabled people with society and moving forward future view has made a film also around um crisis that happens in our country to start with the ebola crisis of 2014-15 um, we made a theme which actually the BBC Africa Eye was um, saw, uh, which the BBC Africa Eye saw and um, they bought it actually and put it on their platforms. And that's the first film I did for BBC. Um, it's really like a one-man journey um, through the Ebola crisis. Um, we titled that film Standing Among the Living um, because when the Ebola came, there's a lot of living people around, but most can't stand up because everybody is scared for their own lives. And so I stood up and my organization to film and tell the stories of people that, um, that were happening around us, you know, to tell it to the world. So you see the journey, you see the crisis, you see the horrible things, you see the suffering through our film and that's you can relate to anywhere the Ebola crisis has break. <clears throat> down the line we also make films um series of episodes on the coronavirus um, outbreak that is just similar to what we were doing with the ebola film telling the stories of how the coronavirus um, disease is affecting people's daily lives people's economy um, people's just family relationship with one another, people's social um, um, interactions and all that, you know. <clears throat> so, and then we, we, I mean, that's just kind of like what we stand for when we see an issue and we see something that can, that is affecting society, but needs a voice. We have just always been there stepping to give it the voice that it needed for people to start discussing, for people to start thinking of um, what to do to change that scenario. Um, for, again, we did another film, which I believe is one of our most um, appreciated film since we started our organization, which is called um, Lady P and the Sex Workers. Like you know, the, the, the culture in Africa is not one that supports sex business. So when you are a sex worker, people push you away, people shun you, people see you and see you are good for nothing. People don't want to come close to you, especially when you come from these religious backgrounds. Even your family don't want to talk to you the least, you know. And so we came into the lives of these sex workers. We listened to their stories and we realized that they has a discord with the rest of the world and that we need to breach um, this distance so that people will know what they feel people will know what they are going through people will know uh, people will know that this is what is happening with with these um, people and that they need um, people's support to make sure they continue their daily um, 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 life and we were able to to make a film around that which is which was really 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 appreciated and 
people started discussing about their their issues and what they are going through and all of the the things that the film is trying to push um you know so that 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 film created a lot of impacts because again it has some elements of human trafficking that the sex workers in Sierra Leone are easily trafficked and taken to other countries and used as sex slaves you know so two of our sisters um, were trafficked these are people actually i've met and i was filming with before they were trafficked out so we have to stood up um, step up our game and try to establish contact with them and finally redeem them from from this life and bring them back to Sierra Leone you know so it was it was kind of like um, that film was kind of like a bridge to bring them close to the people and now people started discussing how to improve the lives of these people you know and just recently in 2021 we i saw that um, there is a new drug called kush that is really really dangerous for development and it's killing people um so i made a film about it i follow real time um stories real people who were actually into this drug and they they they, they, they tell me what was happening and uh, the film was out and it was a theme that we intend to use um, to make sure people learn what was coming and try to avoid it and try to to stop it try to 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 to, to put um, 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 a wall between them and this drug unfortunately um, we didn't have the resources to take this film to the people that need it most and um, we appreciate the fact that BBC air that film on television and on social media and um, but the impact locally was not huge because um sierra leone is a developing country the technology is not that much um the economy is very difficult so mostly the people that need the film most are people that you can find in ghetto communities and slum areas and these areas sometimes you don't even have a network in these areas and if you even if you have a network the people that are using android phones in this area are very 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 few and even when they use androids they don't always have the money to get mbs uh, megabytes of the internet to go on online and watch things you know so not to talk about watching a whole of a film um, online they don't do that and they don't have access to television so they need you to bring this film into their doorsteps show them this film and you know discuss with them um, in a way that's trying to change their thoughts their path into bringing them out of the drug world you know but we didn't have that opportunity we didn't have the funds we didn't have resources and we didn't have the support to achieve this and one fast forward one year down the line the kush has become a phenomenon has become a crisis has become an emergency national concern security emergency health emergency that lot of youth young people and even people of caliber in society are into the kush and it's kind of madness going on in this country 
the security people. We, we see soldiers, police, all misbehaving in public because of being under the influence of Kush, you know. And it beats me. It's, it, it's a real concern for me when you start to see military people with weapons under the high of Kush. No one is safe around them because they can do anything at any time. If you start to see drivers driving their cars and parking them and you know showing symptoms and sim and act act activities that shows you they are under the influence of kush who is safe they can either hit something with their cars or hit another car and put everyone's life in risk and it's a concern it's a real concern and every day i feel like the efforts this risk i took with my team in making that film was all in vain because this emergency is actually what i saw when i was making that film to stop it to mitigate it but it's happening even beyond what i was expecting now so this is just what's what's going on social media what about the thousands of people that the, the, the drug is affecting every day it's killing every day that is not going on social media two of my colleagues two of my friends two of the people that i grew up with in the same community died in two days all under the influence of kush yeah the one just smoke um the kush after the local industry just mix it and give it to them to say okay taste this and let me see if um it's good so i can take it to the market he smoked it and immediately he fell down hit his head and that is it he's gone the next one smoked it and he was unconscious he was behaving abnormal and all of a sudden he started um fighting within himself people try to you know put him under the, the under control but again they were afraid to take him to the hospital because they will ask what happened to him and when they know they're afraid that they are going to trace them to ask them why they have to give them kush and they could be taken to police or custody or prison you know and so they have they, they don't do that they keep them they keep him in a room all night in the next morning he passed away so this is just two people happening in the same um 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 society in the same community in the same streets two in two days what about the thousands around the country that are dying that are going crazy that are going mad that it's not actually going on social media because once they die and it goes on social media, they know the government or police will come after those who are involved and they want to 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 actually not be in trouble. So they, they, they don't let these things go out. And I believe this crisis cannot be stopped only with you know using the security sector to make arrest and charge to court the best way that it can be stopped or can be mitigated is trying to get the users out of the drug world it's trying to sensitize them trying to create awareness in them 
trying to let them see the real stories of what happened and then they will know the potential of what they can be once they are on kush and through this you can help discourage them in to continue taking the kush and they will leave but not only them but you can also cut down the chain between those potential smoke users i mean kush users and the ones that are in there already once you cut that chain, you save a whole lot of people that have the potential to go into the Kush world, you know. So you can only do this. You cannot arrest them because they have not even start smoking, but they have potential. They have the potential to smoke because of the community they find themselves, because of the people they live around with. So what you do when you come to this community, you sensitize these people, you create the awareness, you let them see things firsthand for themselves. You discourage them, and once they are discouraged, they will stay away from the Kush. That you cut the chain, you know. So this is actually what myself and Future View, my organization, wants to do, and we think we need to step in as soon as possible because um, we've been the one of very few, if there are very few, um, organizations that normally embark on film screening sensitizations all around the country i would probably say that and we've done that since 2013 until this day we are very experienced in that and i believe we've had tremendous success in screening films for our topics and target people so we want to do what we know how to do we want to embark on what we believe can help save the situation but again we don't have the money we don't have the resources, we don't have funds, and we are asking that people with good hearts, people who can support good cause, to step in and provide us with the funds so that we can, you know, take up this good cause, this cause of saving people's lives in our country and help mitigate the spread of Kush at this moment. Because every day now that passes, I feel like more people are going down the drains. I feel like we are losing more people every hour, every minute, because we've seen many videos coming up on social media every day. You know, so we are calling on people. And what we are going to do is we are going to make a film about us going about this project, screening our film to people, interview them, doing a discussion, facilitated discussion with our team on how they can stay away from the Kush. And this film, we will edit at the end of the, 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 the screening project and put out to our funders, our supporters, or people who donate to our cause so that they see what their money has been used for. That is what we do, that is what we stand for, and that is what we want to do. It's really inspiring to, to hear that you've been involved with this sort of humanitarian work from a, uh, such a young age, Tyson, really. It's, it's inspiring to someone like me, to be honest. Uh, it's just fantastic work. Um, and, and during our chat previously as well, you know, you'd mentioned in that documentary you made and um, the woman you featured on it um who 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 was using the drug um and she'd mentioned that you know a lot of her friends had passed away um, because of using the drug and that she didn't want to go down you know the same road 
and you know during our child you said she'd actually passed away from using the drug you know just just hearing things like this man it's it's honestly it paints a very harrowing picture of, of what's going on there you know people are addicted to this and and i think i think you know unemployment the lack the lack of you know jobs there uh, and just people having nothing to do is sort of you know worsening the situation if anything and you'd also mentioned on the 10th of of august i believe uh, that there'd been some sort of altercation what was this described as an insurrection of sorts um in in, in sierra leone where soldiers and civilians um um you know ha- had been fighting each other and, and people were killed um d- during this time uh you know civilians were killed and soldiers were brutally killed as well and you think maybe kush had had something to do with the situation uh, and I, it'd be good for you to expand on that again uh, and, and 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 get into get get into more depth of of what had actually happened during that period um as well as maybe going into a bit of the um um you know what exactly cushes as a drug um i think during you'd mentioned that it's acetone a chemical called a chemical called acetone and muffaline um um which was which is you know used to manufacture this drug and these these chemicals are actually like uh, f- for embalming um you know purposes you know to, for the preservation of a uh, of a dead body and and you know the effects it has on on a human being using that drug you know puts them into a state state of uh, paralysis um you know just just completely just ruins that you know a human being uh, to take that drug you know it's it's not something to be taken ingested in any sort of way um for a living person you know so it'd, it'd be good to sort of get an understanding of that you know exactly where the drugs are coming from uh, and 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 you know who's distributing this drug you know um so if, if you could get into some more depth about that it'd be it'd be really interesting hello <clears throat> good morning um we are under an emergency in sierra leone with the drug called kush that is sweeping away the youths of this nation over a year ago as a filmmaker i saw um destruction that this drug is going to cause if it is not handled properly and so i made a film with the bbc africa i um, putting this drug on the discussion table for people lawmakers policy makers and NGOs to know what is happening in this country and to see how they can come in and help mitigate the spread of the drug because I knew then it was um, a killer. Even with just the theme I believe Sierra Leoneans could have raised the awareness and handled 
the spread of the drug called Kush in a better way. But it was not done. And today we are where we found ourselves. Firstly, the lady I used, my character Aisha, in the film, who first told me that her friends have died of the drug and that she doesn't want to die on the drug again, but it is difficult for her to stop using the drug. Unfortunately, she passed on some months ago and it was established that she took kush and she was under the high and she could not survive it she died off as we've seen many videos making the rounds on social media of people of all categories under the high of kush the ordinary men drivers office workers military police and soldiers with firearms under the high of kush no one is safe because if men with firearms can be under the drug of under the high of the drug it takes it takes a little thing it it take it takes not much for them to go out of control and use their arms they can easily open fire because they are uncontrollable they don't even know themselves. They don't even know what they are doing. As we've seen recently in our country, as recent as August 10th, there was a protest that turned bloody. It was clashed as an insurrection. It was clashed as many things. So, I don't know the right word to, to say it. It looks like a protest, but it was clash in so many other ways, like an attempt coup. And that these protests, as I can refer to it, turned deadly. 27 civilians we are killed by the Sierra Leone police and military soldiers. And seven police were also brutally killed by the civilians and people in the protest. But one will be shocked to know that 
a lot of the people, especially civilians that were killed, were not actually part of the protest. Some of them are found in their houses, in their rooms or verandas, shot dead. What could have led to this atrocity? What could have taken people's minds into committing shots, killings? Could it be that the youths that were protesting were under the high of this drug called Kush? and that they actually can monster the courage to brutally kill police as they did? Could it also be that the men with firearms who we are killing people, even those that were not part of the protest, we are also under the high of the drug called Kush? It left people with so much to think about. And few months after the, 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 the protest, all of a sudden, our social media, the internet, is flooded with videos of people on the high of Kush. And I will tell you, this is just the people that are filmed and and uploaded on the internet hundreds goes by without the eyes of the internet as i speak last week alone my community my streets lost two young people in tokush these are people i knew these are people i grew up with we played football uh, on the same teams in our street team and we are close to me. And I actually saw them two days before they died away. They were all confirmed that someone brought a Kush um, type and asked them to test it in different locations and immediately the one called Maka died and Figo the next day died as well. One will start to wonder what is really Kush. Kush comes from marshmallow and like you know, marshmallow is not a prohibited substance. And so people were bringing it to Sierra Leone. But today, Kush has taken different shapes, different forms. And there is now a local industry that is growing rapidly and that is leading to these atrocities the drug is causing.
which is making it very difficult to stamp out. Locally, drug dealers now mix chemicals and dried leaves and produce their own version of kush. Some of the chemicals they mix is acetone and morphaline. And morphaline is what is actually given to dead bodies in the mortuary to embalm them. That is making the users become paralyzed. They can't move, they can't walk. They seem to be sleeping off. They can't hold themselves. And this particular type of kush is now produced locally and in many different places that you can't even start to think about. So the government can do all they can to stop the importation of marshmallow and kush in the country. They can close all the borders, the sea and the air. But these chemicals, morphaline, you cannot stop it from entering the country. Ashitone as well. And so once these guys get these um, chemicals, they use it with dried leaves from marijuana and other leaves locally called kumbejara, and they produce their own kush. So you can't stop them and you can't stop the spread of the kush through law enforcement alone. What can be done in this situation? I think there comes in what I and my organization wants to do. My organization, Future V Media Center, over 10 years ago, we have produced many documentary films targeting a particular issue that we use to sensitize the public, to create awareness, and to let um, people discuss around a critical topic. I could cite so many examples, some of which are the 2013 documentary film we made for agriculture as our country was going through difficulties in production on agriculture. We saw the need that the farmers need to implement new and improved methods that will increase productivity. And so we work with the Ministry of Agriculture and SLARI and will produce a documentary that will add value to the production of crops, especially cassava. On that film, we took around the country using a solar-powered cinema kit. 
so that we can reach the most remote villages of the country because this is where the farmers stay and it make its own impacts. During the 2014-15 Ebola outbreak, we made a documentary film called Standing Among the Living that was telling the stories of the outbreak that is happening every day to the people around us, which resonates with people all around the country. And after the outbreak, we saw that people are going through difficulties, especially the survivors, to integrate back to their society. So we made a drama movie called... What is this film called again? I lost the name now. But we made a drama movie that speaks to people about accepting the survivors and seeing them as one and integrate them into the society. That film was also taken around communities and it helped integrate people back to their societies, to their environments, to their families. I'm moving down when the corona crisis happened we made series of episodes on how the crisis was affecting the daily lives of Sierra Leonean moving on we saw the need that sex workers needed a voice these people were neglected, abandoned, segregated, maltreated, and pushed away. No one was willing to discuss them. No one was willing to discuss what they were going through. During the crisis, the government was giving handouts to vulnerable groups, the poor, disabled people, and many other groups in the country. But these sex workers, we are not considered. They didn't receive those handouts. And we found out they were as affected as any other person, if not more. Because there were lockdowns, curfews, and they make their living in the night when they go out. So if there is a lockdown and curfew, they don't have customers and they can't eat. So we made a film to sensitize people on what they are going through and why we should consider them as members of the environment and treat them equally. The film impacted their lives. Their stories were discussed and there is a lot of change towards them and so that brings us to our next theme which was um, the 
gauche film, which we saw that we should make to sensitize people around the drug and how we can mitigate its spread. But we didn't get the support we needed. We wanted to take the film to the people who need it most. And these people are actually people that are not with first the Android phones that they will go on the internet to see videos or films made around Kush. If they have the phones, they don't always have the money to pay for the internet so they can watch films on the internet. And these people are found in ghetto communities and slum areas where most times it's not easy to get the internet not to talk of television so we want to take this film to them we want to use our usual method of screening the film following up with um, a facilitated discussion so that we can measure the impact the film will have i think that is actually the most um active method in trying to mitigate um, the spread of kush because you can't immediately stop the people manufacturing the kush locally but if you can take away or take out the people using the drugs and make them stop using it through awareness bringing in live stories let them see the potential of what they can become using the drug you discourage them from using the drugs and if the drug is manufactured but there is no market then the manufacturers will stop but doing this don't only take the kush users out but also cut the chain so that the potential Kush users will not come in. You also have to think about them. They are found in those communities. They have the potential to start using the drug. You also have to concentrate on them. Because if you are taking in the one using the drug already and there are new people coming in, then it will just be around and round and round. But if you also target to cut out or stop those potential users from coming into the drug life and then you take out the ones using the drug already then you'll be assured to have tremendous success in trying to stamp out the spread of the drug and this is what feature view is experienced in this is what we've done in over 10 years and this is what we have the capabilities to do. All we needed is the resource, the funds to take the team around the country and screen the film for the people that need it most. So we are counting on you who are thinking of supporting a good cause 
to please step in and let us access resources so that we can contribute in trying to um, mitigate the spread of this drug. Thank you. It's really good to, you know, get a good idea and understand, you know, the situation on the ground in Sierra Leone surrounding Kush. And it's it's fantastic news to know that, you know, the work you're involved in and, and embarked on, you know, these documentaries, you know, you've been showing and screening, um, is really making a positive in- impact in society there in Sierra Leone, you know, really changing people's lives, really changing communities, having a real knock-on effect in the real world. Uh, it's, it's really fantastic to know that, that that's that's happening and as, as you mentioned as well you know you know the people that so desperately need to view this content this video this documentary you know the, unfortunately you know they're unable to because of poor you know telecommunications infrastructure um in Sierra Leone and, and a lack of access to the internet the phone um you know to actually go online and, and view this content you know which they so need to see to really understand you know the impacts uh, this drug has on them you know their relationship with their families friends the communities you know the damage is really doing because there's certainly nothing good coming from from this drug and so being able to get the funds uh, which are really I'm, 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 which are you know hopefully we can generate from from our talks and, and from the work I'm, I'm involved in with with the aj foundation you know, we can get you the funds to go around sierra leone screen this video uh, so people can see the real impact so it can be discouraged from taking the drug and and to also you know facilitate some discussions as well and even get try and get you know you know current users who are addicted to it you know to to sort of reflect on themselves and and, and change the way of being and hopefully you know step away from, from that life and so of course you know it's it, it's it's fantastic you know to to really understand the situation down there and i'm so glad you know that that we're the working together to to make things you know make a change um in this situation so thank you again.